minutes, 38 points. It's Fremantle's game. That's a loser. Somehow, we're back again. Huge episode. Lot to get through this week. Uh, Juddy, mate, how you doing? Finals episode, mate. We're talking. We're talking finals. <laughs> we are. I'm ready to get hurt again. So the sniff, the sniff, the weekly sniff, the you know third quarter sniff, maybe the fourth quarter sniff, has now um, transcended into a season sniff. But what a roller coaster <laughs> yeah. ride it has been since the um, Saturday afternoon victory. We're about. Th- Three quarter time in the season, aren't we? We're like, you know, just approaching the third quarter. Yep, end of the third. Um, anyway, yeah, no, no, it was very, very exciting weekend. It was good to start like have a Saturday game, Saturday day game. Oh yeah, and we win, and then we're on a high for the rest of the weekend. Oh. It was good, mate. Such a good time slot. Um, yeah, awesome. It was so good listening. I had to listen to it on the radio. We'll get into that later, but um. Mate, the highs and the lows. Mate, I've got one thing to go through. <laughs> who's who's uh, unofficially sponsoring you this week? It's a good question. It was a hell confusing can. I'll show you the can, man. It's hell confusing. It's good that we can... <laughs> it's a fancy... Kind so of... it's... Is that a dinosaur or a... Oh, I don't know. So it's called Abbotsford, Melbourne is where it's from called Bod Riggy Brewing Co. The Bod Riggy Cosmic Microwave Neeper. It's a New England IPA. Uh, and then it says, wander beyond the black stump of reality for long enough. The universe gives you a wink and lets you in on a few secrets. Like this little beauty, cloudy and dense, it traps in flavor like a black hole. Mm. There you go. I was like, yeah, I'll have a crack at mm, it. Sounds like, and it's all right. Sounds like indigestion to me. Oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I've had about nine tums. <laughs> few quickies, few, few quickies in between drinks. So, there's no yeah, there's no yeah, weird yeah. sea creatures ink in that beer, unfortunately. We're not uh, at the level yet where we get, <laughs> we get sponsored by a Chinese brewing company. Oh, mate, they, they come with a little tums on the top, little quickies <laughs> on, the, on the tab. You crack the tab and a tip quickies goes in. Um. Very good. One more thing I wanted to go through before we jump, because it's because I feel like we're going to talk about the game for a very long time. Just quickly on uh, uh, country talk, uh, location talk. Oh yeah, we have had Putin has listened again. Yeah, Russian Federation. We've had <laughs> one listen. He's just listening solo now. He's like hiding it. He's like, oh, the boys are on. He's I wonder what it. time a, a Saturday day game is in Russia. In Russia. Mate, Russia. It's got like, well, it depends what part of Russia is in. There's, I think there's five time zones in Russia. I would be very, very much confused living in Russia, trying to figure out where everyone's at and what time I struggle enough in Australia. Considering I still have to give you what time we're doing this only ever in your time zone and you're yeah. still like, oh, I don't know. Um, how weird is it that we have, we've had double the amount of listens in the United States than we have in Australia? Like heaps of people in the US listen to this. 
No one in Australia. Yeah, we're still trying to we're still trying to shoot and hope that some random people internationally. I know that I sent a uh, Dork Talk shirt. Um, I sent a Hail Monday internationally. I forgot who who received. Have you received? To, that was to UK or something. Nah, like I sent one to America. Um, oh, I think New York State. Uh, he might have received a a little Hail Monday. Still up for grabs. The old Hail Mondays. If you want to get around us, always. Um, he can still get him. You can still get him. Yeah. No, monkey. I have not received my Hail Monday yet, but I feel like you received your Docker Time shirt yeah. in like three days. Yeah. Well, that's the difference. Between, Does it fit you? That's the difference between Purple Rain and Dork Talk. You know, it's more exciting. You just never know. You never know what. I feel like it's the difference between <laughs> me and you. Hey, you go on the show once and you start talking down to me like this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mate, Deb, do you wear the Docker Time shirt much? Yeah, I got I got a lot of Docker merch. So at the moment, I'm wearing my I got, same. I got same. I got um pajamas on the bottom. I got a Hail Monday long sleeve. I got Indigenous Hail Monday on. Um, I got Docker socks. Getting- I wouldn't know what they look like, mate. <laughs> I've never seen one in person except for the time that I got it signed by David Mundy himself, <laughs> and then he said it was dirty. <laughs> hey. That's the only. It's the only uh, bad thing I got to say about David Mundy. He doesn't know a clean shirt from a dirty shirt. Yeah, he doesn't know a worn shirt. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, you sending me a shirt or what? It's I the, feel like it's until mail. you send me a shirt, you can't be sending random people in America shirts. No, that's been no. It's so in the you, mail. You, checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. You went in the mail um, early last week before work. I popped in um, snail mail style. Drop. Dropped you in. Oh, so it's probably this week. Yeah, so a little treat for you oh, coming mate, the, this week. The, the mailman, mailman probably had COVID or something. Yeah, we should. We will dive into. I got some good COVID stuff that I'd like to talk about. The whole uh, new VFL VFL hub that they're now creating. But let's get into a super exciting scoreline that was a pleasure to watch. Uh, huge I've, game. I've got it up. Probably you will not believe that the Dockers are involved in this scoreline. It's so. yeah. 12-7-79, defeated by 14-7-91. Yeah. Not only did we score 90 points, we scored twice as many goals as behinds. Yeah. Unreal. Mate, we bloody, we took some half chances and for some strange reasons, we turned them into goals and we got four points. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, unreal. Unreal. If you actually kick goals sometimes, you occasionally will win games of football. Yeah, when you get a – we just – for three quarters – so I got to listen to it on radio for three quarters. We just counterpunched so well, like rode out some pressure. And when we, yep, got, a chance, when we got a chance to go forward, um, scoreboard pressure just straight away. So Collingwood had a fair bit of the flow, but I thought they weren't damaging at all, but they controlled the ball. But when we got a chance to um, – and it's so good to see that, like – when we get out the back, or when we're when we've got the ball moving forward, there's no there's no looking to um, kind of slow it down or create it. Boys are just on their bike now, or in that game specific, they are just like on their bike heading forward. Like we're going to get goals out of this. Like I need to get down here, be dangerous. Like it was so good to see us flooding forward and using the ball well. It was a a good. It seemed like it was an event that was coming. It was like a game that was kind of we've shown glimpses of it. And it was good to see us bloody few out the back goals. How good are a few out the back goals, <laughs> mate? And e- even we even tried to stuff them up a little bit too. Like, but it was really good. 
um, all the times we got the slingshot, we didn't shit our pants. And no. I think a lot of it had to do with there was guys like Henry on the yeah. – like Henry was getting the ball and he was just sort of calm and collected and he he probably had – I think he had two or three goal assists but then he kicked those two goals as well. Um, it was really, really good, including he kicked one or two – so he kicked that goal, obviously the uh, controversial goal when he was – he pushed a guy and got a free kick for it and then got a 50 because the guy, because Maynard blasted the umpire. Shat the bed. Oh, sorry. Oh. Had a bit of COVID internet going on there. I think we were talking about our main man, Liam Henry. Hey, I don't know how much of the love about Liam Henry we got, but a lot. Yeah. Hopefully all of it. Mate, he just looks like now, this season, he's kind of just like cruising along in third gear. Um. Still got probably a lot more to show and a lot more to do. Like his that that kicked Buley, like he just refused to give up the ball. Like he was just happy holding it. And he's like, I'm just going to sit here and wait till. So-, and then just hits hits Buley, hits him on his left. Like not a, not hits a drama. A Forty meter pass on his left. Yeah. And he was yeah. Whereas normally we shit our pants with that kick. Oh mate, that's um, going that's going out on the oh that's probably a long to the square easy spoil across the line. Realistically, yeah, or just a just a mark because there's no forward there. It's Schultz <laughs> on three defenders, basically. Schult- yeah, 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 Schultz on Schultzy on three. Um, there was some other stuff that I was I have written down. So I thought those defenders were really good. So I think Duff and Doug Quarters spoke about this. So Logue and Pierce being back there. So Pierce shutting down allows Logue to be a little bit more attacking with his yeah. defending. That makes sense. And then those two being there allows Wilson to just start being a f- purely attacking yeah. um, defender. And his runs through the middle were really important. Yeah. Um, so I thought that, like, our defenders were really good. And then how about our man, Brandon Walker? So Ooh. Brandon Walker had two or three touches where I was just like, love this kid. He's yeah. like my new favorite defender. Um, how about that one where, he, like, Brayshaw bobbles it out and he just runs past, scoops it up and hits uh, Tracy on the tip. Yeah. And then there's another one out in the far wing. Uh, sorry, far f- sort of forward flank towards yep. the end of the game, actually. Just twists and Where just he just scooped off. it and just went around some guy. How did he get around him? You know you how last week you were talking about how he just, like, somehow gets around him? <laughs> he, <laughs> runs, like, he runs backwards quicker than most people probably run forward. And, yeah, that bloke... <laughs> He was corralling him to the boundary, but just was nowhere he's near him. Just ran he around just, him. Yeah, he's just gone. Like, and just yeah, he's got. And some then, but the space. best thing about that is that he then hits the target inside fifty. So he yeah. had two very effective inside fifties, both our, resulting in scores. Our backline becomes use. becomes super dynamic because Logue, Logue, very like Logue, very aggressive forward can play on a lot of different people. Very versatile. Luke Ryan is just cat's head. Alex Pierce. He's just going to take. Luke Ryan getting kicked in the head. Oh, literally got kicked in the head. Uh, Has yeah, so kicked in uh, the cat's head. So he has that crazy smother. Um, Mason Cox tries to claim a two meter mark, like it wasn't paid, and then uh, I think Myacek just gives him the old gifts. Luke Ryan just just straight up kicking the roundhouse. Roundhouse kick. The only thing that would have made that okay is possibly a quick little dick punch, just like a slam in the nut. Someone (laughs) probably, someone just while he's down, while he's down. But man, our back six with Nathan, you throw Nathan Wilson in there and things like that starts to get very dynamic. And and they defend 
they attack so well, but they just shut down. Like they they are crazy all in defenders. I mean, all of them will go like you've seen Griffin Lowe go back with flight, get gut. They will just throw their body at it um, every day of the week, and then on the other end, they're just as exciting. Yeah, and. Yeah, agreed. And I don't know. It's it's very good to watch those games because that's sort of it all clicked. But um, another person that I want to comment on that was both seventy five to eighty percent impressive, but also twenty percent annoying was Lob again. So he's really good. <laughs> kicked four goals. I watched them. I'll tell you before. I watched the mini game, which on Foxtel, and I think uh, Ko, you can watch like a condensed game. It's about twenty minutes, and it's just all the highlights. And Lobb was awesome until the fourth quarter when he takes two marks, kicks one directly out in the full, just didn't, yeah. even, didn't even come. The ball didn't even come into, like, the goal-scoring area. And then another one he missed. And I was like, oh, cool, you could have put that game on ice. Obviously, he kicked four goals and it was very important. But it was like, come on, man. Like, you just can't just can't have it. Um, he's, yeah, he's got to take over the tabs role a little bit. He's got to frustrate people somehow. And the other two... Acres Ace was pretty like, you know, you noticed him in a good way but didn't notice too many bad things. Acres did some really good things and then just like some horrible things where he just takes the ball and just decides not to get rid of it and just gets done holding the ball and they kick a goal. It's like, oh cool, like Acres like no one's gonna tackle you or I enjoyed um, I enjoyed him. I thought he had that that good rundown tackle. Him and Ace were really good. Yeah. Yeah, him enjoyed and Ace him. were really good. But then they just still have to do something. Yeah, like, they're, oh, our, they're our whipping you're boys. You're still the Ash. You're yeah. still Ash. We're still going to whip you. <laughs> my, um, probably my, Brayshaw was awesome, stuff like that, but fan favourite from the game, big, big Hodor. Oh, big boy. Oh, big mate. Boy. Like him, so, him the whole game. So he gets six, six hit outs to advantage. He gets nine clearances off his own bat. So he's pretty much come up with 15 clearances himself. He took that massive mark down back. Late? Yeah, late, late. with like so four, he's, three or four minutes left. Yeah, yeah, he threw himself down back. He played And this is all playing on Brody Grundy. Yeah. And then having Brody Grundy kick goals on him as well. And yeah. he still was just like, nah, I'm taking this ball. Bang. So good. And he I think his biggest thing is that he is now like he probably was getting beaten and getting a little frustrated and down on himself and put but now like ball goes back to the middle. And he, gets angry. he just gets angry and, and just shifts. And he wouldn't let Brody Grundy use his agility. So Brody Grundy got on the outside of him and could run away. But inside, he couldn't jump around him because he's just so big. He just like keeps he just him. He just pushes yeah, him off, grabs the like, ball and kicks it forward. And and he's quite dangerous on his left. Like he's got a penetrating left kick and I feel like he's getting better and better. It's not like a little like gangly floater that's hitting, mm. that's hitting half flank. Um well, the problem with our old, our quick center clearances was that they'd land like 55 meters from goal yeah. and then we'd always just have like a defender standing by himself because we've run in or we've run back. Adam his are getting to like, <laughs> yeah, his are getting to like 40, 45 meters. So yeah. it's like, all right, that is a horrible spot for a quick ball to be coming in yeah. and it's all six, six on six, 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 six rules. So it's all one on one. So it's, it's a very dangerous spot for the ball to be getting. Um, Mate, a couple other things I had written down. So, firstly, Brayshaw's goal was really sweet, but I feel like we need a team rule that Brayshaw can only have shots on goal if he's dummied around someone first because that's the only time he's <laughs> kicked goals. Yes. And if he's running in for goal, he has to do a dummy. He just needs to dummy himself. Yeah. That's, yeah, that was one of those important ones. Like, 
that's the game breaker, eh? We spray them so often, but we decided, I don't know, whatever it was at Marvel Stadium, what, I don't know what was in the water at Marvel before the game. We should play there again. I, we'll talk about that later on, but we should just be like, let's play a Marvel game. We're on a roll. <laughs> um, so the other thing was, I think we were talking about in the thread, um, Dick Cyclone, so um, Big Tracy, um, he has gone through Tabs's development but he's done it in like seven matches rather than seven years. Don't you think? He's just like, <laughs> you know, Tabs took so long to get to this point and Tracy is just there already. He's already my, like a little bit inconsistent. My favourite thing about Tracy is forward line pressure. So if a player, if you're chasing a player and they give off a handball, as a player you want to remove that person from the equation. So if you can, if you can put a hit on them, to throw them off balance or remove them, and then you can head in the other direction to corral. That's your that's your role. So, with Tracy, that person is on his ass, like he's just put on the floor, and Tracy is just back hunting in the other direction. So that person's not like bouncing off with his hand in the air, like give it to me down the line. He's like flat on his ass, like <laughs> Jesus, that hurt. And Tracy's just hunting back the other direction. He's like, yeah. He's- some suspensions though he's gonna get some yeah he will eventually yeah but there was that one where he he directly caused a turnover because he like got back involved and like smothered the ball oh oh that one yeah he's got instinct he was probably he was probably inside the protected area but like still um it was still yeah it's instinct and it's like it's literally what we miss we miss guys like brandon walker with talent but also skill and we miss guys like Tracy with instinct. Like yeah. he wants to hunt and he can he knows where the ball's going and he's a natural footballer. Yeah. Forwards, I mean, that's why we were huge fans of um Buddy Cam McCarthy, because he was a natural footballer. I suppose you can see now with the progression of the forward line while he um why he might have missed out on keeping a spot on the roster. But he knows where the sticks are and he's an old school forward that just like hunts like Backman would just be like, I don't really want to fly back with the flight here because if Cyclone's coming, I'm probably gonna wake up in hospital. Like I'm a he's this old school forward that just he he'd play in the back of your head. You just know that yeah, I would not want to be back and back. I'd back back into lob. I reckon lob would catch me. Mate, he would go to water. He just (laughs) Go to sand. Sorry, water's what we want from love. Um, so I watched the I watched the replay thing that short replay today. Sorry. Um, so in the third quarter, we had a really good third quarter again. I think it ended up evening up a bit, but I think we still won the third quarter. We got up by four goals at one stage, and then they pegged a few back. We got out to then nine points up with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. And then we were down by five points with six minutes 50 left. And then the forgotten man, Brett Brewley, the brew man, the brewmaster, um, mate, steps up and kicks two in seven minutes roughly or six minutes. Unreal. Crazy. And how's him... So I think um, Crowden handballed it to him to kick that amazing one on his left in the boundary. He's not just standing there like, you know, he's got hands in the air, like, give me that football. Like, he's screaming for it. He's super confident. And he's like, I'm a kick. That's what happens when you've got good players in the team and it's tough to get it. I mean, it's tough to get a gig. And then these players have got to play out of their skin to get in there. Bewley's obviously come in in good form, has to be in good form to get a spot. And hats off to him. Like, yeah, 
I, and, and, and he'll keep it. He should keep his spot now because oh. he was a match winner. Mate, um, huge. And it's going to be hard to drop Crowden and Bewley. Who comes out for five? We'll talk about that tabs probably. Yeah. But um, mate, a few players stepped up. We had we had minimal passengers, I think, at most yeah. stages. Um, how good was? Did you were you watching or were you listening? Watching the fourth, listening to the first three. Mate, so you saw Bundy Williams. Yeah. So Bundy it, chewing on the that that is one of the all time that is that is us. That is Dockers fans, man. That yeah. is literally what we look like. I look like that at home. If you were to take <laughs> videos of me, I would have been doing that. It just would have been like hands on face. Mate, I was eating chips and gravy at Oski Roadhouse, flipping between Where's that? Oski middle of the desert. Flipping had had KO. How's get to Hosky Roadhouse? There's a section there for eating and dining, and I was like, "Oh, the game will be on." I went in there. There's netball. I was like, "What? Who?" I was like, "Who?" And I looked at it, and I was like, "I don't even." I was like, "How?" And it was on GWN. I was like, "Why is it?" Was anyone in there? No, no one was even watching. So there wasn't heaps of people watching the netball in the Oski Roadhouse. Empty. It was an empty (laughs) roadhouse. In the dining section, oh, there might have been two people. Nobody was watching the netball, and I was not going to bother to get the get the TV changed. But yes, um, in, well, interesting. Maybe they're a big netball town. I don't know that. <laughs> it's just a roadhouse in the desert. Um, <laughs> mate, one thing. Uh, so there's two more things I want to talk about. Well, firstly. So Oz was saying that the reason Sonny Walters isn't getting free kicks is probably because the umpires use videos of him faking free kicks as what not to pay. You know how they have the vid- the footage of like yeah. what's a free kick and what's not? They probably have him and they're like, Good no, dude. he's doing it again. I thought that was a great call. Oh, man. The, the amount of free kicks that he doesn't get and then – He'll be good for like a quarter and then he'll do something and you're like, oh, you've just reset it all. Like you have no more good faith. The umpires are off you again. Um, oh, man, I don't know what we're going to do about Sonny. It's a lot of upside to be playing well without him. It's mainly young guys, but it still sucks that he's not playing well. It's like, fucking get involved, bro. Yeah, especially. Um, maybe we should send him back to Waffle. Maybe he's fat again. He could be. Maybe he's just missing Ross Lyon. Maybe Longmuir needs, he's being too kind. He needs to like yell at him. Maybe he needs a little. Yeah, I think he needs to be yelled at. Agreed. Um, the I other think thing he's is still, he might, still yeah, deadly. Go on. He's still deadly when he gets the ball. Like, he still has his moments when he gets it. He's just not finding it as often. Like, he still impacts yeah, games. It's just like you see, him do, you see him just, like, collect and kick, and it's like, man, you only get eight touches. Why can't you get 25? Like, I'd happily see yeah. you do that 25 times. So, it's just that he's, only, he's only doing it on a smaller scale. But you'd be a huge yeah. fan of him getting it a lot more. Yeah, he's regressed into like a, you know, a pinch hitting small forward rather than that person that can get twenty touches and really hurt. Um, you might have heard this, so if you have, well done. But I bet you, you don't know these five players, the players that have played every match for us this year. Oh, do you know who they are? There's five. I reckon one would be Brayshaw. Incorrect. He's pl- missed Ooh. one game. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Well, uh, well, Chera would be my other one. No, he's missed games. Oh, Jesus. 
who else we got in the midfield? Well, well I thought, oh, fuck. Well, now I've got to start Sarong. Sarong has. Yeah, that's one. So I'd throw Sarong. Um, who up forward has played? Schultz Mate, played a lot of games. On, look down onto your shirt. Oh, obviously Mundy. Mundy, so two. So Mundy's wrong. Has Schultz played every game? No, I think Schultz has missed one as well. I think it's Brayshaw and Schultz that have missed one. Remember Schultz got concussed? Oh, yeah. No, it's tough outside of that, so I've got two. So there's three more, and two of them we talk about a lot. Actually, all three of them we talk oh, about a lot. Yeah, Acres and Ash. <laughs> yeah, the Ash Bros. The Ash Bros. There's one more. There's one more. The man with the longest hair at the club. Alex Pierce hasn't played every game. This guy has longer hair. How does he have longer hair? Oh, who? Little small forward that likes stealing goals from people and occasionally missing them. Already, I already said Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't steal goals. Oh, Collier. Who else have we got? Collier, yeah. Collier's played every game. So five players have played every game. It's just those five. Yeah, I've seen that we're getting a lot of attention in the media this week. Um, people are like... I don't like it. Yeah, me neither. But I also like that Carlton aren't getting a lot of negative attention. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a... It's, a, it's, it's an a offset. 50, it's an offset. Mate, did you want to go into the whirlwind week that it has been with the schedule change and the COVID change and the Dockers well, ending up on yes. a plane... But can we start it out with the, how is the Eagles going into having a sold-out game against the Bulldogs? So it's like second on the ladder versus seventh or sixth or something. And then, um, bloody, by the end of quarter time, when all the Eagles fans are seeing that they've been down on the ladder, they're all gone. They all went home. <laughs> bloody Eagles fans. Typical Eagles fans, man. Empty. Empty the stadium. Bloody front runners those Mate. guys are. Dude at work had a um, little Asian guy who works for us. He had um, Aaron Norton to kick first goal into Josh Kennedy to kick two or more. So mm-hmm. Norton kicks first and Kennedy kicks a goal in the first quarter and he's licking his lips for 840 from 20 and Kennedy goes on to kick one goal two. Oh, yeah, that uh, hurts. That hurts. I was like, that's... And he was shouting at me about how disappointed he was. Fair Um, enough. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But, mate, so now we have to... So we've flown home. We've turned around um, quite quickly. We've hopped on the left side. Was his name Eddie by by any chance? No, Eddie's... We we'll have to get into Eddie on another episode. Okay, talk. I've still got a note to talk about Eddie. Anyway. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll get onto a few trady stories about Eddie, but we jump onto left side of the plane with the Eagles on the right hand side, and now we're back in. We're hubbing in Melbourne. Yep, playing in Melbourne this week at Geelong, and then down to Tassie next week. How's I heard Jared Waitley talk about how they should take this opportunity to play regional games? And I love Jared Waitley, and I reckon a lot of his ideas are good, and he talks very well about the game. He's like, they should open up Shepparton, they should they should open up um, all these. Spots. Yeah, they should, bro. I agree. No, those no, t- no, no, hey. no. Those places are for dog races and trots, not for AFL games, no, bro. He literally named he named every. He also said that Frio should say they want to play this at the MCG. So he wasn't talking yeah. about Frio. 
No. But he was the one person not trying to send us to the fucking dog track, man. <laughs> he, it, what? It's like it's like us. He said Frio should say we will play Carlton at the MCG. That's where yeah, we want to play. We them. should have played. Yeah, we should have played. And maybe on a Monday night, I think, is what he was. Um, That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to make it about. And you know what? He's the only person to ever say that Frio and Carlton should be playing a marquee game. <laughs> yeah. I oh, feel like. I feel uh, like we haven't even said that. Everyone says that Carlton should play a marquee game. Our only hope of playing a Friday night game is probably against Carlton. True, yeah. Carlton, Carlton get like four a year. But no, we're not like, no, like straight up, we're not going to Cranbourne. We're not going to fucking whatever these other stupid places we're are. We're just listening dog tracks now, aren't we? That's, well, <laughs> Melton, Melton. Melton, I think. Is Melton in, Melton is in Victoria, yeah. Yeah, bro, that's um, the shortest track. Don't get me started on bloody Greg Sugars down there riding around rigging races. But no, we're not. We're not. Um, Albion Park, that's yeah. in Queensland. You get around Albion Park. There's dogs and trots there. It's, it's a duel. It's two for one. So where do we have to go? Where are we going to? Because we still can't get odds on the game. So we still can't get confirmed odds. We can't even get a confirmed ground. So where it'll be in Geelong. So we'll play. <coughs> we'll play Carlton in Geelong. Yeah. Massive kicking. Um, big kick in the dick. No, I think we'll do all right. It's a narrow ground, um, and we set up a zone quite nicely. Um, I, and Eagles always play shit there, and we're always shit against the Eagles. So I think that bodes well that it's good for us. Should we throw a wild card in and get Ross Lyon, yes. Ross Lyon to be to like coach. A Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Lyon and Shane McInnes. <laughs> And then we just Mate, go- I liked where you were going with that before you even started. I was like, yes, <laughs> we're wildcarding. Just anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Oh, so did I sent that to you, I think. Um, someone on Twitter that I follow, I think he's a racing guy and he's a big Geelong fan. And so mo- like 80% of his stuff's about horses and then 20% about Geelong. And he was like, oh, like maybe – Eventually, we'll be able to play a final in Geelong oh, yeah. at our home ground. Like, wouldn't that be great? And I was like, yeah, mate, I, like I, I don't tweet that often, to be fair. And I was just like, yeah, maybe you could even the ledger. At the moment, I've got you at zero and one at Geelong home finals. Yeah, bro. We've no, been down there. no replies, man. The best is because it's fucking true. They just forget that they lost that final there and they got this gifted final that was fucking gifted they're yeah. like oh yeah we'll just we'll just play it in geelong i guess yeah it's like oh we've never played a final there before you're just gonna start now are you <laughs> um anyway just send the fucking purple freaks down there and then we fucking beat them as well the pricks we beat them and right. fuck them yeah. and they've forgotten about it and they think they're still getting hard done by because they don't get to play finals down there fuck <laughs> them man if you're fired up about it, you can listen to our intro. A large part of our intro features uh, Stephen exactly. Hill, Stephen Hill dashing across the line. The forgotten man, Stephen Hill. Now we'll never forget him. So we now have um, to. So we'll go Carlton, and then I think after that we play. I don't think we have Richmond, do we? Uh, we haven't played Richmond yet, so I imagine We've we got, play them eventually. We have at Ge- home though. We play them at Optus yeah. in inverted commas, probably yeah. at the MCG. Then I think we have um, Geelong and Richmond at home. Maybe we had to play Sydney, so maybe we have to play Sydney in Tassie. Sydney was at the SCG, yeah. 
So that Launceston was next against Hawks. So Carlton oh. and Hawks. We could literally win the next two games and be six or seventh or seventh or eighth. Fingers crossed Hawthorne get a bit carried away with their Silk 400 game and they go down to Tassie a bit boozy, a bit hungover, maybe reading a bit of their own press, getting hell excited about it. Well, I hope, I hope they just used up all the emotion, similar to us with the Pies last week. Yeah. I hope they use up all the emotion this week. You really... That, we were one game off being the fucking Silk 400 game, man. We oh, are getting bro. very kissed on the dick at the moment. Imagine, <laughs> imagine soft tissue, soft tissue injury, COVID hub, Silk 400 down at Tassie. I would just put my house on. It's like, yeah, nah. We just, yeah, no. Nah, we, we've gone. We've missed out on the Buckley farewell game by one game, and yeah. also the Silk 400 game by oh, one game, mate. It's yeah. We're, it's looking up. Things that is reverse dockers. Who knows what can come? Yeah, we haven't had many many of those games yet. We haven't. Hopefully, this is the game where we sack the coach. I'm really hoping that this Carlton game is like just a, <laughs> just a fucking hiding. And that, for once, that would be the reverse dockers. Yeah, once we are on the right end, and then and then all the media will be like, "How's this club from WA that we never really even knew about?" They have to come over here again. They've just beaten Collingwood. Now they've beaten Carlton. They're like, yeah. you know, Carlton done all this, done all these trades, and they're still shit. And they've just flogged. And you up. know what? What will happen is they'll play like Fife will kick like seven goals straight or something. <laughs> and they'll, be like, they'll play us into form. They'll play or who have we got? They'll play like oh. So they lose. Carlton. What crab have we got that they can just play into form? Oh, play us into form or we can play Carlton? Yeah, like Collier will kick six goals and they'll be like, oh, here we go, Collier's back. Nah. And they're like, who? Schultzy, Schultzy to kick five and then there'll be like an All-Australian rumour. They'll be like, he's up for All-Australia. Yeah. His arms grew <laughs> an inch. But they've got, I think that um, uh, they've got a one-week suspension for, is it Williams, the ex-GWS guy for bloody... Yeah, he did the old headbanger into the artificial turf, which was pretty fucking pretty weird little it's move, pretty, that one. Pretty sweet, wasn't it? Yeah, so thanks for that, for missing that. Not that he was doing much. I think there's another – can't got another big out? I thought they were missing Williams and uh, – Mark Murphy's out. So he normally kicks goals to beat us. Oh, fuck, mate, there's a long list of Carlton's players who – Fucking kick late. <laughs> Which one? Ah, uh, yeah, true. Is Jack Nunes playing? Me, they talked about, they refer to that pocket as the Jack Nunes pocket. I'm like, I know, fuck it's a bit unreal, eh? I'm like, my goodness. I'm like, mate, the Jack Nunes pocket is actually 20 metres. It's actually the Jack Nunes half flank. It's just that they, yeah, dra- they, dragged, <laughs> they, they dragged him up to the pocket. And they're like, the mark's definitely here, isn't it, Jack Nunes? It's like, <laughs> yes, I believe it's actually 10 metres that way. I'll go, I'll take the kick from there. Tabs, take- t- meanwhile, Tabs is still running back. He's like, are we running back towards our end? Or <laughs> it's like, Tabs, fuck, man. Um, very good. Do you want to talk about punting then? Or do you want to we tell should- me this Eddie story? No, we should do We should do punting and probably, probably oh. wrap it up. I've got some dinners to get on to. i got some hot feet. Oh, very good. Um, so Leonie had a big win. She bet on the Dockers, but she also said something funny about how she bet on a Quinella for Lob and Tabs. And oh, yeah, didn't that understand hurts. what a Quinella was. I imagine it's the first two goals. 
must is that be, what a quinella is? It must be first two. I've ne- yeah, I wouldn't put yeah though. <laughs> I wouldn't put him Pretty in. Pretty funny, though, that she bet on something she didn't understand, but she still had a win. Um, love it, Leone. Keep it up. Um, so, I I had the Dockers at 2.22, and you had the Saints at 5.10. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Called it. Called it, mate. That's what media pressure does here. That's what happens when you say that people shouldn't go back to their families. That's all on you, Wilson. Caroline. <laughs> Caroline Wilson. Um all right. Yeah, it is all on Caroline Wilson. Have you checked the odds yet? Yep. The capitulation will continue for this team. I, I often bet people can probably tell which teams I don't like by who I pick in roughies. So I clearly don't really like Richmond and I really don't like Geelong. And I always pick Essendon for a roughie. I reckon it's the beginning of the end for Geelong. I just don't rate them. I just reckon they're old, not a fan. I reckon Essendon run away with this one. And Essendon were a bit soft last week and they're getting a bit of a, a, a talk up in the bloody media and they they should actually probably they should probably play finals this year if they were they should have they should have probably got against line against Melbourne. So they'll probably be well, a bit they can they can hopefully show us how to play that ground. Maybe they, they can wildcard Ross Lyon against Maybe they're gonna Brett, consult, Brett, consultant. Brett Rutten and Ross Lyon. Brett Rutten and Bert Ratten. <laughs> Brent Ratten. <laughs> um, ooh. Mate, there's a couple of the GW, GWS versus Melbourne at 5.10. Melbourne are pretty good, but I feel like Melbourne are just so vulnerable. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know who I do want? I want Hawks three thirty four versus Port in the Silk four hundred. That's what I was waiting for. I was like, "That's where money's got to be all day," and we need Hawthorne to get up, exhaust all emotional resources, and go down Tassie quite cold and flat, and no one pack the long sleeve um, jumpers. Yeah, no, they're going to be very cold, aren't they? Oh yeah, um, freezing cold. Um, what can I say? <clears throat> Mate, the Bulldogs versus North. North are paying eleven dollars. That's pretty pretty tasty as well. North Melbourne has produced I it's not often you see double figure odds in a season and North Melbourne has produced it like it's like week it's almost like to their credit. How often Most weeks. <laughs> I don't Most think Most weeks. I don't think at Marvel they can get up um Okay. Um, still pretty exciting that there's a there's some big odds on. Um, so mate, what are we what are we going to do against Carlton? I still have us to win. Fuck it. Oh, I'm honest to win. Huge, huge. I reckon the boys will just be up and about off that, and I reckon they'll carry on with it. I just cannot see them going flat. I just reckon they'll be as excited as ever to hit the eight. Teams are falling apart around them, and I reckon they'll grab this opportunity. And I reckon it's the game that T gets sacked. Teague sack, that's a big call. I like it. Fucking you heard it here first. Take foot to the throat. Let's put foot to the throat. Yeah. Let's just bury him. It'd be so good if we had this game done by like half time or three quarter time. Fuck the VFL and fuck Carlton, bro. Like after what they did to us early on in the season, that would be really playing on the minds of players that we went over and, head, and were soft. Head to the cats after. 
big, yeah, head to the cast for a palmy and a coffee on your way through. But, no, what they did to us early on in the season has to play in the minds. Like, we didn't show up, should have won that game. I reckon salty as will come out. Come out hard, hopefully. Hopefully we do come out hard. Or Jack Nunes kicks oh, goal from the boundary much. and kicking the dick. <laughs> we have been kissing the dick too much recently, and I think we're due a kick, but I'm just not not sure where we're going to get it from at this stage. Um, all right, very good, mate. Should we leave it there? Yeah, we'll leave it on that one. All right, very good. Uh, good at mate. I've, it's been a pleasure, and I'm hoping that we keep this positive energy up. Yeah, let's ride it into the eight, brother. Love it. All right, mate. Talk to you soon. See you, mate.